0: revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers this is career revamp where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms now here's the host of the show alicia perkins going to be talking about how to go from being undervalued in your career to being able to see the value that you have and transform that into success. This is your first time. My name is um, Alicia Perkins, and I help you advance in your um, career on your terms. I'm definitely excited to um, talk to you guys this morning about how to be able to see the value that you have and be able to transform that into success. So the first thing I want to really like deep dive into, guys, is how crucial it is for you to know the value that you hold so the value in your career. I'm going to be honest. A lot of people don't. It is not people that that's just starting out. Right. Or this is not people that maybe don't have a lot of experience. A lot of time it's the people that or what would you like what you would think would be established, right? These are the people that, you know, they do have experience and they do have results and they have been in their field for a while, right? And so I know that, you know, people struggle with this for one. I think that, you know, most people don't really think about their success that much. Um, I think they only think about how to be successful in the current role that they have other than other than them thinking about their success outside of the role that they have. And so a lot of times I think that people don't give enough thought or don't really spend a lot of time trying to identify the value that they have. And so that's why you can sometimes feel yourself in this little small space and you're like, I think I'm doing good work, but I'm really not sure. And so it's really, really important for you to be able to identify what is the value you know, the actual value that you have and also how to be able to turn that into success. Because you can find yourself in your job and you're like, I know I'm doing great things, right? But you do not know what to do with the value that you have. And so that's where you start to feel like, man, I've really hit like this little glass roof in my career. I feel like I cannot move beyond this point. And that's because you do not know what to do with the value that you hold, right? Um. So the first thing that I think it's really important to understand is the actual cost of not knowing the value. And it doesn't just affect you in your job, right? Because you have to realize how often you are at work, y'all, eight to like nine, 10 plus hours a day. Right. And so it's really, really important for you to be able to identify the value that you have, because if you are in a job and you're having to operate in a role for that long. Right. And you do not know the value that you have. For one, it leaves you feeling very insecure. It leaves you feeling insecure. And so when you're having to operate in a state for that long and you don't feel sure and you feel insecure, a lot of times this can bleed into other areas of your life. And so you feel like, oh, this is just the way that I feel at work. But actually what's happening is, is mindsets are being formed, right? And even beliefs about yourself are starting to form because of the environment that you are in at work. That's why I feel like it's really, really important. It's more important to think more about who you want to work for other than what it is that you should do, right? Now, I'm not saying that you should not know that job titles or job roles roles that you want. But what I am saying, I think that people put too much on a job title and they do not think enough about who is it that they work for. You can find yourself in this pursuit to where all you're thinking about is if I can land this job title if i can get into this role right and and you're and you're in this pursuit and that's all that you think about you are not trying to um find spaces that align with the things that you align with you know i always say us meaning us we need to be able to find spaces that is going to not only have us paid as we should be paid but also show us the respect for our expertise as we should have Right. So I think if people would think more about who they work for other than just that job title, they'll find a lot more success. Right. Because what tends to happen is when you start to chase a job title, right, and you start to operate in that job title in the wrong space, it can make you feel like you hate your job. It can make you feel like you hate the expertise that you have when reality is not that you don't like what you do. You don't like who you do it for. And that is something that that people need to get clear on. If you are starting to feel an itch of, oh, I want to change, right? Or, Or you feel this need of change, start to identify, is it a change in your expertise or the way that you use your skills? Or do you need to just change who you serve? Um, or are you needing to just change the environment in which you serve? Because that can make you feel, I'm telling y'all, a bad boss will have you thinking, why did I even go to school for this friend? It is not your choice <laughs> of job. It is who you chose to work for, right? And so it's so important and people do not put enough time in being able to identify the right employer. Because you can have an amazing skill set, right? bring forth amazing results. But if your employer does not acknowledge that, you will not go anywhere. It doesn't matter how hard you overwork yourself. It doesn't matter how much you extend yourself. It It doesn't matter how many times you say yes. If your employer is not able to acknowledge the results and your expertise and your successes, you will not go anywhere. Right. And so I want you guys to start thinking a little bit more about not just what it is that I want to do but start thinking more about who is it that I want to do it for. Because that, you know, because who you work for has a lot to do with that career fulfillment, who you work for. It does have a lot to like there. There's a lot of weight in how fast you are able to grow, how far you are able to grow. Right. And so um, this morning, what I really want to talk to you guys about is how to be able to identify the value that you have and be able to transform that into something. Because it doesn't matter if you are able to see that your expertise is great and your skill set is great and all these things about you is great. But you if you cannot take the value that you have and use it to move you towards what it is that you want, it really don't mean nothing. And it's it's very, very important. Right. Because like I said, this this plays a huge role in how and how confident you are. A lot of you guys are not as sure as you need to be. And that's just because you do not um, know the value that you possess. Again, I'm not saying all of this is your fault, right? Because again, if you are in an environment to where you, your results or your expertise is not acknowledged as it should be, if you are in an environment to where there is not a lot of opportunities to grow, if you are in an environment to where you are underpaid, look, it don't matter how many hand claps you get, how many, oh, you doing a great job. It doesn't matter how many, we don't know what this team would do if all that don't matter all that does not matter if you are not being paid the money that you should be paid i always say compliments do not pay your bills compliments do not pay your bills you cannot call your cell phone and say hey they said that this month i did a great job that's that's not going to pay your cell phone bill Mm -mm. So I don't even want you guys to even get caught up in the, oh, they always say I'm doing such a great job at work. I'm not saying that they shouldn't say those things, right? Because I do believe that them being able to voice if you are doing well, I think that's great. But I'm just saying it comes to a point where you're going to have to put your money where your mouth is. And you need to be able to be bold in that. And that does not make you greedy, that don't, because we have all kinds of mindsets of what they may feel if you start to really just demand what it is that you're worth. All of these emotions of, it has nothing to do with any of that. It's about you being able to make sure that the relationship between a you and who it is that you work for is balanced. A lot of you guys are in a lot of unbalanced relationships. People that you work for, meaning that you you're the one always giving, 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 giving. If you sit back and think about, do I even receive a part of what I give? And a lot of times the answer is no. So when you're able to ask for what you need and be bold about it, it is not about you know. um, them having a mindset about, you know, it's about me being able to be sure that the, the relationship here, because that is what it is, that thing there that both sides are being served. Both sides have to be served, right? But more times than not, your your that job is being served more than you. And I'm a big believer that your career needs to serve you just as much as you serve in your career, And if that makes you feel a certain way, I want you to even ask yourself, why have I trained myself to believe that I have to always be the one giving more than what it is that I receive? You train yourself to believe that you have to always go above and beyond and get back less. I've been there. And not only in your career do you find yourself like this, you found, you don't, even in your relationships, you will find yourself giving more and, more and more and more and more and more and more. And then you always get back crumbs. But it's because you have trained yourself to believe that is what you deserve. But when you start to lean in on the value that you possess, meaning how do you change the lives around you? How do you change the folks that you work for? When you start to realize that when I step into a room, that I bring forth results, that I change things, you won't find yourself being as afraid to ask for what it is that you need because you understand that if I am in spaces to where I am being served, I will be able to serve better, right? And it won't cause you to feel the way. And when you understand your value and when it's time to ask for a raise or when it's time to ask for what it is that you need, you won't feel like I don't want to be seen as greedy because you understand that you're not because you understand that you put in the work you understand that you bring forth the results but if you don't understand that you will forever feel like you have to go around begging for things that that should already be yours if you never come to the point where you're able to identify the value that you hold you will just keep trying to beg for things that should already be yours already now, I'll use this in a everyday example. If that spouse, right, you should have to beg your spouse to spend time with you. Now, child, I'm not trying to cause no problems in nobody's relationship, but you should not make yourself feel like you have to beg your spouse to spend time with you because that that spouse is yours. When you both agree, it it was automatically said, right, that there are certain expectations and there are certain needs. But if you find yourself in a in a place where you have to always beg that spouse for something, right? First of all, you'll start feeling like there's something wrong with you. And it's almost like a, I don't know if humans are trained this way, but when we don't get the things that we want, right? And I do think it's good to be aware. I do think it's always good to just examine yourself. We'll always go to what's wrong with me. And it'll be the same way. Even in your career, when you are at a job and you can't get the things that you want or need, you'll start thinking that there's something wrong with you. And, and certain times it could be that maybe you have not voiced the things that you want or, or even with the value that you have, you have not really been showing up the way that you should, but sometimes it's not you, right? Sometimes you find yourself in spaces to where one, you just have just outgrown them, meaning the results that you bring forth. Sometimes your expertise can be too much for who you work for. Sometimes your expertise can be too much, meaning especially if you work under a boss that is insecure and it's hard for them to acknowledge that maybe you are able to bring forth a result in a way that they can't, right? And so now when you find yourself having to bring forth, you know, uh, results and successes, they don't root you on. Mm -mm. They mad. They are just, they are very passive aggressive because it makes them feel a way that they have to lead somebody in something that, hey, this person does it better than me. And I don't know why, I think, I think it's pride, right? But there, but there are some people that you will work underneath that they will never let you be better than them. And that's the worst kind of leader in your career that you could absolutely have it's very hard to even thrive in those environments especially when um, when you know uh, when who you work underneath they are dead set on you will not move past me and I think that's the worst kind of just leadership ever and they will stunt your growth and they will make you feel like there's something wrong with you and they will have you starting to just doubt yourself right especially when you are in rooms, where you are always being just scrutinized, it'll make you doubt yourself. And what happens when you start to doubt yourself, you start to shrink yourself, right? And as soon as you start to shrink yourself, now it's hard to show up in the way you should be showing up. It's hard to, because all you are thinking is, I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. And so all you think about is, I don't want to make them X, Y, and Z when the whole time you are miserable, so it's going to be very hard for you to be able to um, lean in on the value that you have when all you're thinking about is, I don't want to make them feel X, Y, and Z. When all you're doing is you're showing up and doing the job they hired you for. And a lot of pe- especially women, especially Black women, we are always, in, not just black, black women, any kind of just minority, we're always in this, I got to make sure that I'm not doing too much. But what's really happening is what you are really saying, you do not want to admit, you are always in this, I can't outshine them. Because if I do, they're going to feel a certain way. But what happens is you never show up in your expertise as you should. And so you just shrink yourself. You just go hide yourself away. And then you wonder why everybody around you that has less experience, Billy Bob Joe can't do half the stuff they hiring him for. Every day you thinking like why did they hire you you don't but you be like why why is it that he gets all the raises and he gets all the praises and he get is because he's louder than you and when I say that, meaning that he he's just able to bring more awareness. Right, because for one, he probably is not afraid to ask for what it is that he needs, and I just be so confused how people with no expertise be so confident. And all the people with all the results and all the successes, I don't have enough. When the personal side of you ain't got a third of what you got, and they, if they just as confident, right? And so you then start to have this mindset of, oh, things here are not fair. But I always say, yeah, when you work in corporate America, you don't get what you deserve; you get what you ask for. And I'm not saying that, you know, that all of these environments are fair, right? But whether or not you want to believe it, there is a corporate game. Now, I'm not saying that this game should have you lying and cheating. I don't because I am I am all about values. I like to be in spaces that's going to align with my values because I know that if I am in spaces that align with the values that I have, I can operate at my best, right? So I'm never saying to just compromise, you know, character, never. But what I am saying is that there is a there is a game. And that game is you learning how to build relationships. And that game is you not being afraid to ask for the things that you need. That game is for you to be able to, to show up in the way that you need to be showing up. That game is for you is that if you do ask for the thing that you need and you don't get the answer that you need, that you need to follow up. Right. That the the game is you need to be thinking more about your success than theirs because their success will always come before your success. So you need to be thinking about your success first. That's the game that I'm saying. And this is the thing. If you go right now and you say, what is the growth plan for my role? A lot of companies don't, don't even have that. They got no growth plan for you. Some do some, but most don't. Meaning like, what is the plan that you guys have set down and thought about? that when I am in this role, what is the plan for me to grow in my role and to exceed it? They don't have that, why? Because when they decided to design that role, all they was thinking about is what do we need in this role so that we can be successful. So a lot of times when they design these policies and these structures and these procedures, they weren't thinking about you being successful. They was thinking about, hey, you come here, you do this job and then, hey, that's it. We are gonna pay you. Hmm. Here's your check, be quiet, even though that check is low, even though, even though that check is a lot lower than what it should be. So, and I say this because you got to be able to get more engaged in your career. And when I say engage, engage is not you just coming to work and just doing your job. Engage is you being able to know what's going on, knowing what moves you need to make, being able to see when it's time to move on. Being able to identify when is the time to stay, being able to identify the times that it's time to have a hard conversation, being more engaged, understanding that, hey, I'm not here to just build up y'all's success because I know in a minute y'all will get rid of me, but I'm here to make sure that I can always be in the, in these, in a place to where I can be successful. I want to talk about now is um, how you're able to identify your unique value. And you start thinking, I don't really think there's anything special about me. I don't really think there's anything really unique about the results or the value that I hold, right? And so what I want you to do now is I want you to start to identify and think about the value. People, they will really overthink this. People overthink the value. I want to use some examples first so I can show you what I mean when I say the word value. Something so simple, right? Probably like one of the main apps I use is like is Hulu. I have shows on there that I watch sometimes. One of the things that they have on the app is that I'm able to save all of my like top shows. As soon as I open my app, I go straight to favorites. All of my shows that I watch are are in one place. How many know that that adds so much value. This little feature that they added in their app to where I can access all of my shows in one place adds so much value. Why? Because it saves me time. I don't have to sit there and search, right? And it it allows me to where when I open the app, I don't feel stressed out. That's value, something so small. So I want you to think about in your career, in your current role, in your past role, where you could have added value. Now you think about your career, you think about your job, think about value. The value is something that saves time, something that saves money, something that makes money, something that will streamline something, something that you was able to maybe start new, start fresh. Think about those things sometimes. And this is why I'm so big on just character. I'm so big on self-growth, hugely big on this. I believe character can take you further than your skills because sometimes it's not just your expertise that brings value. Sometimes it's just who you are that can bring that. Meaning, how do you make the rooms feel that you're in? Sometimes you just being able to just bring peace that can be your unique value. And this, and this sometimes happens if you find yourself in a field, you're like, well, Alicia, I'm on a team. We, we kind of all do the same stuff. Now, what you want to start doing is start thinking about what is the dynamics that you bring to your team? How do you make your team feel? Because this is the thing. People think that stuff is not important, but the right environment brings forth the right results. So if you are the one that you change the environments that you're in, not only do you bring forth the results, but you are able to change the atmosphere around you to where you can also allow the other people to bring forth good results. That is your value proposition, especially you guys that are in lead roles or you desire to be roles. Lean on that. Sometimes your soft skills will mean more than your hard skills. I see somebody said personality is what really matters in this world, not character. I don't agree with that. Because first of all, that's two separate things. Personality is the actual spirit of yourself. Character, that is what determines the actual choices that you make. So that's like two separate things, right? I believe I believe that they both are important. But when you're talking about good, what you're talking about is just integrity. So that's completely something else. Because you can find somebody that has a really, I just really enjoy them. But the things that they do behind closed doors, you like, uh-uh, that person is a little shady. I know a lot of people that have great personalities and they're shady. So it's so important to know what those soft skills are. When you're talking about soft skills, what you're talking about is skills that are not necessarily um judged by something. For instance, project management is a hard skill, meaning that that's something that you actually like go and learn. That's an actual core skill. You're talking about soft skills. That's more like leadership, stuff like that. And so what I want you guys to start doing is start to think about what are your soft skills, because those are just as important as those hard skills. Even when you're in your job search, y'all, you start to feel like, I I don't know if I have enough experience everybody else and all this other kind of stuff, right? Those hard skills, that is what starts you off, right? But it's going to be those soft skills that's going to allow you to be able to land those opportunities because soft skills will cause you to stand out. Because I think over the last probably like three years, I really think since COVID, I think that us having to be in the house like the last year and a half or so I think a lot of people lost soft skills or there, there are some people who did not gain the soft skills. Just think about it. For almost a year and a half, probably two years, a lot of us was just in the house. We didn't really have to interact with people. We did not have to really have conversations with people. People lost their soft skills. So now it's even hard for people to even be engaging with people. Right. There are some people who who. They don't even like get on the phone with people. They get stressed out. <laughs> people like having to talk with somebody, having to hold a conversation, which is like, and I get it, y'all. I would text all day, right? I just think it's, I think it's because it's just more convenient, right? Not saying I don't like to talk to people, it's just it's just more convenient. But there are some people that they, they don't even know how to hold a conversation. It's hard for them to be able to engage and hear what the other person is saying, right? Listening, active, that is a soft skill for you to be able to sit there and actually hear what somebody is saying, not to respond, because a lot of us will just tend to, to listen to respond, meaning as that person is talking, we're already thinking about the words to say next, right? But but to be able to sit there and hear and, and not just hear, right? But also understand what it is it they're saying, that's a skill. And a lot of people don't have that. And so if you can start to lean in on what are your soft skills, what are those things about you that make you unique? How do you change the atmosphere in the rooms that you are in? You can also use that. Another thing that I want to talk about is you guys need to start to track your accomplishments. Now, there's like an actual spreadsheet that I made where you're able to go and keep up with your results. Also, keep track of all of these asks that are outside of your job role that you not only bring forth the results but you bring forth results in areas that they didn't even hire you for how much more valuable are you but again it is going to be hard to be able to identify that when you do not keep track of them. when all you want to do is just do tasks you work 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 okay i'm done i'm done i'm done hold on friend let's sit down and think about this big assignment this big task, let's sit down and think about, was there any new skills that you learned having to actually perform the task? What was the actual results that you brought forth when you did the task? Who all was able to reap off of your results? Meaning, was it just this actual space that you're in? Start thinking about what other departments was able to reap off of your success. For one, this is gonna allow you to see that your expertise and your value expands way beyond just you, then it's going to allow you to see what is the impact that you make in your role. Meaning what is the part that you play in their overall success? You need to be tracking these things. So when you do ask for a raise, it's not just, Oh, I wanted to know if no, it's like, Hey, in the last six months I've done X, Y, and Z X, Y, and Z. And I'll say this, that there's a big difference between a raise and a pay adjustment. And a lot of y'all thinking that you need to get a raise, but you need to get a pay adjustment. The difference between a raise is when you have exceeded expectations, it's time for a raise. A pay adjustment is when what they hired you for does not match the results that you bring forth. So start asking yourself if your pay needs, is this a raise or if you need to adjust your pay? It's also important in you being able to transform your value into success is you being able to keep up with what does the job space say about your skill now? Market value. Because even over the last three years, guys, oh my God, so so much has changed. There are certain times when skills are worth more. We think about 2020 when the whole thing with the virus started. You noticed that there was a big boom in what? Technology jobs. Why? Because we were using more tech. Folks were staying home more. So what happened was they had to build more things, right, to meet the need that we were in at that time. You saw a really big need in tech skills. Whereas, so there were people that, they had people that was already in the field for years. They were able to leave the job that they had, go find the same exact job and be paid more because in that time, tech skills were huge. Tech skills are are still a huge thing, right? Because it ain't going nowhere. But the reason why you've seen so many people laid off is because they just they really overhired over the last three years. Right. So all of these people being laid off, not saying all, but a lot of them is not just, oh, this field is going down. No, they just had a lot of it. It's important for you to even know what are your core skills. And which of those core skills are in demand right now? Just offer of you knowing just basic market, you could be able to ask for a raise because you understand hey, I've been here for the last four or five years, right? Right? Market says that my role is X, Y, and Z. So it's so many different ways that you guys are able to make more money, advance, grow your career without overworking yourself. It. So it's just simply you being able to identify market, you being able to identify what are your accomplishments. You being able to remember your your successes, you being able to leverage those. And so another thing that I want you guys to do is to dig deeper into your accomplishments, dig deeper into your accomplishments. Don't just think about what you did. Think about how well do you do it? This means that you guys need to start to just um, um, quantify, meaning put numbers on it. And you can literally do this with any job. I remember last year, I had a workshop that I did. It was at a high school. And I was showing them how to, like, don't think, oh, this is just fast food, right? Think about and lean in on what it is that you do. So I had one guy, he said that he worked at, I think it was like, it was a fast food something. And I asked him, okay, so, and I asked him to really deep dive into that. He started saying, okay, what I do is I just take the orders. I said, um... About how many orders do you take in one shift? He was like, at least two, three hundred. I said, okay, And I said, within those two to three hundred, how much funds, how much sales do you think comes forth in that time frame? Now, this is a high school kid. Eyes got super big. Right. And I said, do you not realize that you are responsible for that that amount of sales per shift? Because you do realize if you could not stand there, right? <laughs> and get these people food right and serve them in a way that they were happy, they wouldn't pay, these people would leave, all this other kind of stuff. And, and if they have a great experience with you, this now allows them to what they want to come back. So that is what repeated sales. Now, this is a high school kid. A lot of y'all got 10, 15 years doing way more than this. I was like, okay, so how fast are you helping? And I mean, I went deep with him. So the time when I was finished with him, he was so confident. He wasn't just like, oh, all I do is just, no. He was like, man, I really do all this? Yes. And I want to be able to train him even at a young age. Hey, you got value. Because if you can find the the value in the small things, it's going to be easy to, to be even just more sure of yourself as that starts to grow. But if you do not give value in the small things, you will forever be, you bring forth these great accomplishments and successes, or you still doubt yourself because you never, never, never got clear on the value of it. It's so important to build on your value. And the only way that you can build on your value is you being able to know what it is. If you do not build on your value, you will forever feel like you are starting over forever. You will forever feel like you are starting over with every new job. Anytime you want to change careers, you feel like I'm starting from scratch. Yeah, because you never identified the value that you what is the problems that you're solving for these companies? If you work at McDonald's, you solve a problem, right? And so I want you guys to be able to think about what are the problems that I solve every day? Stop thinking about these little tasks I do. Oh, don't the tasks. When you focus on the task you do, you will just, you will always just shrink your expertise. <laughs> right? I had a client I was working with and, and, and I, I was helping her to get clear on her value. And I was asking her, you know, about her job and her role and the things that she did. And she said, oh. so she started telling me about, oh, she makes spreadsheets. And then she got stuck. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I was like, what is the problem that this spreadsheet solves? if that issue isn't solved what could go wrong and if that could go wrong what would they lose and if they lose that what would happen so you see i'm digging deeper 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 so by the time i was on my client she was like girl this thing i don't do no spreadsheet ain't nothing to do with a spreadsheet friend (laughs) the spreadsheet was a tool that you used but that wasn't the result and so you got to think about that don't think about these little tools that you use To help you think about what is the result that I bring forth. The problem that that actual result solves. If that result did not come forth. What would that mean for them? How did this result allow them to win or to advance? Right. And so thinking about this guys. is going to make you. It's going to make you so. so, You're going to feel so sure about yourself. Because you're like, wait a minute. I'm doing all this. And I'm afraid to ask for a $5 raise. You'll start realizing, hold on. I've been playing it small. But if you don't know that, even with you guys being able to ask for a raise, I need you to get concrete numbers. Those numbers or those ask need to come from something. I had somebody the other day. I asked her, I said, I said, okay, so you say that you want to make more money, right? She was like, yeah. I said, okay. I said, is there is there a range that you have in mind? She was like, yeah. I said, okay, what is that? She was like, $5,000. I said, okay, okay, so you want to be paid $5,000 more? She was like, yeah. I said, okay. I said, "Um, so where did that come from? She didn't know. And I said, okay, look, I said, so you, you've you brought, like, you have all of this experience, right? All of this experience. You have been in your role for this this long. And so think about $5,000. $5,000, y'all, over a year's time, before taxes come out, Is about maybe $405, $410 or something. Before taxes, before any expenses, anything, $400. And I say, You just said that you need this next move to be a big move, but you only want $5,000 more. I say, After expenses, after they slice your checkup, you may take home two to something. So you mean to tell me that you've come this far and you only want to bring home an extra 200 and something dollars a month. Now I'm going to pause here. Now I do get it. That extra 200 and something dollars a month is a lot of money for some people. Cool. Okay. But you just said that you want to go big. Mm -mm. First of all, you cannot pull a number out the sky. Number two, you got to be able to identify what is the value of your skill set in the current market that we are in. And, and, and if you don't know that you will forever be lowballed and so when you're at work and they say here girl here's an extra uh, here's a raise for extra two three grand a year and you feel like you just won but you don't realize that's before taxes that's before benefits all of that being able to get clear and guess what they won't tell you nothing they will act like they just did you the the this great thing and they did nothing when they will go and and, and buy pizza for the office and spend $1,200 like it ain't nothing. But you, that's solving problems in your company every day, it, a lot of times exceeding expectations and you allow them to throw you an extra $300 a month. When they spend more than that on pens, mm-mm. if you cannot get comfortable in the value that you bring and be able to have conversations and express those accomplishments and results, you will forever be underpaid. I had a client that I work with I helped her to get an extra $30,000 in her current role. Not She didn't have to say, oh, if y'all give me this raise, I'm going to, no, Mm-mm. based upon what she already did. But when she came to me, she didn't know her value. We sat down, we dug deep into her accomplishments, her successes, right? We then made a, what, a raise proposal based upon X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z, coming prepared to the conversation. You cannot be able to have these conversations if you're not prepared. She can't prepare. And when you come prepared, that shows them something. She understands that what she does is valuable. But when you have these conversations and you just, hey, y'all, um, <laughs> absolutely not. But they they was able to, nah, I, I feel the way though. I did. Cause I'm like, they, they, they knew you was worth this. Why are they playing with you? But she did not get what she wanted until she asked for it. You cannot, oh, I'm just going to wait until, until what? (laughs) You already been waiting. You already been waiting, two, three, four, five, until what? She did not get what she wanted until she asked for it. But she was not confident to ask for it until she knew the value that she brought. And then at that point, girl, she was like, wait a minute, hold on. I think we need to talk about... (laughs) Because, you know, when she came to me, I sat down with her and because it was a lot of different things. Like she was at the point in her career where she had done good, but she was at the point she was like, I think I want to try something else. So I was trying to help her get clear on what that next move was. And so she was ready to go. Like I'm done. I said, hold on. Well, what we need to think about is how do we leave better? How can you milk the opportunity that you already have? People are so quick to run into something new. You ain't even milk the opportunity that you have, so I said, let's let's see here. Now, be different. The environment toxic, and you—that's different. But if you like, oh, it's good. I just want something else. Let's see what hidden opportunities are untapped here as we plan your next move. So now you're able to get this really great raise in your role, and you can now what leverage that in your next move. Being able to make career decisions that are strategic, and so. I want you guys to start to dig deep in your accomplishments and your successes and start to be able to um even identify what what is the value that you bring forth in your role. Also look at not just the results that you bring forth, right? Think about how do how do you bring those results forth? What is your special touch or what is your secret sauce that allows you to be able to bring forth the results that you bring forth because these results don't fly out the sky to everybody else your results may come forth easy but you may know look there's a level of expertise that you don't know about there's an example i use all the time um y'all i can't bake for nothing like i will brownies out the box be coming out hard i just don't know i just i just i can cook but i can't bake i don't know i don't know why I have somebody in my family that can bake so good i mean it don't matter what they do it's just and so she has this pound cake y'all this pound cake looks so basic ain't nothing special but when you eat it oh my god (sighs) tastes like manna from heaven melts in your mouth when i asked her how to make this cake she said that first of all it was so many different (laughs) ingredients right like she was saying how certain ingredients, they had to be out for like a whole day and they couldn't be cold and they had to be, it was so many details that went into this basic, but delicious cake. So you could think, man, I bring forth good results, but to everybody else, like, oh, yeah, that's good. But, but the secret sauce isn't how you brought it forth, Right? So I want you guys to start thinking, don't think, oh, this was all saying nothing. First of all, it is something because if it wasn't nothing, it wouldn't have hired nobody. To fill that role. So all of you who keep saying, all I do is just, stop saying just. It was important enough for them to hire somebody to do it and to pay them. It's important. Start thinking about not just your results, but think about how well you bring forth the results. What in the process allows you to do, do a great job? Are you able to save money, time? Or are you able to, to, to really streamline? Are you able to just collaborate with other teams, which is another skill that a lot of people don't have? So start to really deep dive in that to really identify what is the value in that. Again, keep track of it. <laughs> Make your own like little brag book. So every time they try to play you, you open up your brag book and you first remind yourself of who you are and then remind them of what you've done. And you won't always feel this I, I- I got to do more. No, you don't have to do more. Go back and find the value in what you've already done. It's there. I don't care what kind of job you have. It's there. I had a client that I work with. I I helped her to get a new job. She made $75,000 more, did not go back to school, got the same job. But for one, I helped her to get clear on her value. I helped her to be able to identify the employers that was going to pay her. And then I helped, I showed her how to be able to express the value that she had. So now it's not her just saying, I wanna make more money. She knew exactly how to support the ask. So don't keep thinking the only way to make more money in your career is to find a whole new job title role. Sometimes you just in the wrong space and you need to learn how to ask for what it is that you need. And so, guys, this is my last point. What what I want to talk about now is you being able to to really take action. I want you to take action on what it is that I'm saying because it is going to help you. It's going to change the way that you think about yourself. It is going to change the way that you even see people that you work for. You'll stop trying to play it small with these people and with yourself. And it's going to allow you to be able to tap into opportunities that you never thought was possible. Never. And it's going to allow you to see that this whole time I had enough. I had enough. I didn't need more. I had enough. I get all kinds of people that I talk to every day, y'all. So many people say, man, I'm just so tired and I want to do this and I can't do this. And, And I say, hey, I can help you. But that fear comes or they start to just overthink it. And then they look back and all they're left with is complaints. All they're left with is excuses. All they're left with is fear. But when you begin to take the action to move towards what it is that you want, you'll be able to tap into opportunities that you never thought was possible. So again, um, I do have that free group, guys. And so if you want to um, learn more uh, tips and strategies about how to advance in your career on your terms, send me a message and I will send you a link for that group. If you do want to work with me one to one, send me a message and let's talk. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.